Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, December 13th. Getting close to the holidays. Hope you guys have locked up Christmas presents. I was on Amazon over the weekend and ordering stuff. Listen, better get to it. Like, it's the next couple days or you're toast. And you don't want to battle the unwashed masses at the mall oh my goodness I was doing that when I was like a kid you know you come back from college you go to the mall buy Christmas presents try to meet girls but that was when you were younger now as an adult I got no time for that but we do have a great podcast ahead wherever you are on your beautiful Tuesday morning it's very cold in Los Angeles this week I'm not gonna lie walking the dog I got winter gloves on the winter hat I'm freezing yes 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 LA will make you soft but I don't think 47 degrees is anything to scoff at. 47 is cold, downright freezing. I don't even own a winter jacket. We did go skiing once since we've been out here. I'm not a skier. You guys know that. And I can't even find my jacket. It's buried somewhere in some box. So I just put on a couple of sweatshirts and a hoodie and glove up, and I'm good to go usually. But I do not like this cold weather. Uh, soft, man. I'm soft. I like my, the the blood pumping through my veins is Caribbean blood. Thus, I'm a warm weather creature. That being said, we have a great podcast today. Eric Pincus stops by from Bleacher Report. It feels that time, right? We got some ad buys on the gambling side for NBA. We've got NBA news hot and heavy the last couple days regarding trades because obviously December 15th, a key day when contracts signed this past summer become eligible to be traded, you're starting to see some teams fade away, and the teams that stink right now are making the decision. Hell, do we just want to? Do we just want to get rid of everything? 
just dump any of our good players and get in the Wembenyama sweepstakes? We know the Spurs are already there, although they did get a stunning win. Stunning. Last night over the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't even really know who's scoring for San Antonio because their team, when you, I'm just telling you, when you look at what's going on with the Spurs, you're like, wait, Roby Collins, I know Keldon Johnson, Trey Jones, and Romeo Lankford, the former Indiana guard. That's their starting lineup. I like the kid Sohan coming off the bench, the uh, rookie. They're trying to pedal Doug McDermott. I'm not seeing a lot of Jakob Pertle lately. They're trying to keep him healthy to trade if possible. I'm seeing C. Bassey here. Any idea? Is that Charles Bassey? Yes, it is. The kid out of Western Kentucky. He was like hyped from like high school. Oh, this guy's got to be a first round pick. And uh, he played 20 minutes, got 6-11 and 11 last night. Not bad. But overall, the Spurs do not want to be winning. So Eric Pincus will talk to us about teams that are tanking, ones we know, and then a couple that are maybes. And teams that are, you know, either struggling or middle of the pack and need a surge, a boost, if you will. And that includes the Los Angeles Lakers. Is there a Kyle Kuzma reunion possibly happening in Los Angeles? Uh, Chicago Bulls looking to move off DeRozan. Bulls are disappointing. Poor Zach Levine, my guy. You know I'm a huge Zach Levine fan. So interesting stuff from Eric Pincus on the NBA. I got to talk about the NFL last night. I don't really want to do much on it because it was such a sad game. Kyler Murray going down. Opening drive. Non-contact injury. Knee buckled. And you knew instantly it's over. He's done. He's not coming back. The cart comes out, tears. A lot of Arizona Cardinals come out. That's, listen, man, there's no way around it. That is absolutely shitty for a team that has been going through a lot of crap this season. Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, and now you lose in an island game. I mean, Colt McCoy came in and was admirable. It all fell apart in the third quarter. The over did not hit. I'm done with totals, guys. I don't know why. You know, I went on herd. Yesterday, you know, I record the podcast some afternoon, some evening, some mornings, and I said on herd Patriots, you know, and I said on the podcast yesterday over. I didn't take the Patriots. I I said I would take the Patriots. I bet the over forty four. That was a loser. For a moment, it looked like it was going to hit on that Cardinals interception slash fumble return. Then it was overruled, and nobody did anything really after that. No, that was it. And it was just a disappointing fourth quarter. I tried not to watch it much. But overall, Arizona's toast. We know that. They're not going to the playoffs. New England, 7-6, and six, now back in the playoff mix. They, for the time being, surge ahead of my Jets, despite both being 7-6. and six. We know the Patriots swept the Jets. Disappointing, but true. We all know the Patriots are not a good football team. The, the game basically swung after, after Kyler Murray left. Arizona was able to hang around. Then DeAndre Hopkins, who is on my fantasy team, fumbles over the middle at about like the 20-yard line. Rare fumble by him. Patriots scoop and score. Patriots go up a touchdown. That was it. uh, Colt McCoy threw a terrible interception on the next drive, and that was a game. However, interesting couple games ahead for the Patriots. This is why I think the Jets have a better chance. Patriots are at Las Vegas this week. It is... I believe, yeah, that's this Sunday, uh, 4 o'clock game. Belichick-McDaniels, going to be tough not to love Belichick in that one. Then they play the Bengals at home. 
Then they play the Dolphins at home, and they close out with Buffalo. Buffalo likely still going to be fighting for the number one seed, so they won't be sitting, guys. They do get Miami and Tua at home. Joe Burrow, they're rolling. So I don't know. Final four games. Are the Patriots winning three of those? I don't think so. I'll give them the win over the Raiders. They're not beating Buffalo. I don't think they're beating Cincinnati. So ultimately, their season will probably come down to the New Year's Day tilt against Tua. And remember, Belichick has really struggled with Tua and the Dolphins the last couple years. Um, But enough about the New England Patriots. This Kyler Murray news is is depressing. Because remember, it is mid-December. ACL injuries, depending on the player and the severity, and if it's an ACL, MCL, all that stuff, it could be anywhere from eight months to a year. And Kyler Murray and his speed and his escapability in the pocket is what makes him Kyler Murray. He throws a beautiful ball, but let's be real, guys. When he is scrambling, that's when Arizona is the most dangerous because you got to cover D Hop. You got to cover when the rest of their offensive skill position players are healthy. That's a lot of guys to cover. And when the offensive line is good, Kyler Murray's deadly. Look at him last year, man. He was awesome. This year, Offensive line was awful. They were down four starters from week one for like the last three weeks. Kyler doesn't want to run. I don't know. This, this, this ACL injury really screws up a lot of stuff with Kyler Murray. I don't think he'll be back till at least, at the, I would say the earliest at the minimum, if he has a bionic comeback, would be Halloween. So now you're missing at least the first two months. I think it's more realistic to say Thanksgiving. So what do you do if you're Arizona? Do you draft a quarterback? Can you count on Colt McCoy? Like small doses of Colt McCoy. Okay, a week, two, whatever. Two and a half months of Colt McCoy next season? You just forget You just forget about it. You're not going to the playoffs. Seahawks have gotten better in that division. Seahawks are fading, but they're, they've gotten better. Rams will bounce back. Niners ain't going nowhere. I don't know, guys. It, it's looking very bleak for Arizona. Just super depressing. At least the good news is you have your own pick. Let's say you don't win any more games. You're looking at a top six pick. Now, I don't think you go quarterback, but one interesting thing, if you look around at some of these wide receiver contracts, the most interesting position players the last couple of years have been wide receivers because what happens? The teams that got to pay them get off of the wide receivers, and the teams that scoop them up and overpay are the teams with quarterbacks on rookie deals. Check out DeAndre Hopkins if you've got some free time this morning. He's coming off that suspension, and he's getting up there in age, and he had a good run in Arizona. If DeAndre Hopkins is going to leave, I think you've got to look at receivers for Arizona. Then the question becomes, who gets DeAndre Hopkins? Well, listen, my Jets made a strong play for Tyreek Hill. Jets have good receivers. But any team with a quarterback on a rookie deal, I think you've got to look at D-Hop, who is still, listen, I don't know that he is as elite as he was, say, three years ago. Um, Last year, very, very good. DeAndre Hopkins is still a damn good player. I just, I don't know that I would put him in in the top five, maybe not top seven anymore. His, His numbers this year are a little depressed. He turns 31 in June. And this is a guy who... You know, he had a great run in Houston. They inexplicably traded him. First year in Arizona, um, 1,400 yards. Last year, he missed some games with the injury, and the and the offense struggled. But 
I think DeAndre Hopkins has a lot left in the tank. He's going to be a valuable chip for a team with a quarterback on a rookie deal. You could even toss Jacksonville in there. Uh, they did overpay for Christian Kirk, but you know Trevor Lawrence looking good. Is Trevor Lawrence going to finish strong? And they say, hey, we're going all in for next year, going to make a run? Uh, we'll see. But the DeAndre Hopkins situation certainly bears watching. One other interesting note in the NFL before we get to our guest. So uh, I think it was late, mo- yeah, late Monday afternoon, word comes down. The Dallas Cowboys have signed veteran wide receiver T.Y. Hilton. Had a long run in Indy with Andrew Luck. Very good receiver. Just, I mean, quality player. He'd been on the market for a while. What do you think this does for their odds of getting Odell Beckham? Basically, Jerry Jones and company came out and was like, hey, Odell's not going to be ready for the playoffs. I don't know. They probably lowballed him. He said, bleep off. And the Cowboys said, all right, check you later. We're going to go grab T.Y. Hilton. This is an interesting quote from Mike McCarthy. The timing is right. He's ready to go. He's an excellent addition, especially at this time of year. Okay? Hilton has not been with the team all year. I would assume he's been working out. T.Y. Hilton is not the kind of guy who's just going to slack off. Still got a lot to prove. Um, 53 career touchdowns, four-time Pro Bowler. He definitely did look like a shell of himself last year, but this is the most interesting aspect. Again, you're not looking at him to be a number two or number three. I don't even know about a number three. Noah Brown seems like an invaluable guy. Dak Prescott loves him. You got Noah Brown. You got Gallup healthy again. You got C.D. Lamb. T.Y. Hilton is a bit of a, a luxury, uh, um, if you will, a uh, insurance policy should the number two or three guy get hurt. Here's the kicker. The Cowboys guaranteed T.Y. Hilton 600000 over the final four weeks of the regular season, and he'll count 800000 against the cap. Earns fifty k for each regular season game he is on the roster. He can earn up to 700000 in playoff incentives if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, and he plays 30% of the snaps. Max money he can get, $1.8 million. Now, I will say this. Everybody and their mom knows Odell Beckham was in town last week, a recruiting visit, if you will. I mean, Micah Parsons. Uh, was it Diggs, the, the cornerback, Tray- Trayvon Diggs? Everybody was like, Odell, we need you, we love you. They were like recruiting him. And Jerry Jones, McCarthy, and the Brain Trust says, no. We're going to go with the cheaper option. We're going to snap up T.Y. Hilton. Very interesting move. Odell Beckham. What are you going to, are you going to go to the New York Giants? You're not going there. They might not even make the playoffs. I don't think the Packers are in a position to go after you. Christian Watson's emerging. Dobbs should be coming back. They're not a playoff team. Are the Buffalo Bills even getting in the mix for you? They lost Von Miller. They need a defender. Is there an offense out there where Odell Beckham could be a factor? I don't know that if, listen, if he's not ready to run now, are you sure he's going to be ready to run in five weeks when the playoffs are here? Maybe there's a chance that this was just a big tease and Odell doesn't play all season and he makes a move in the offseason. But does he want to train in the offseason? Does he want to play a full season? Or is he just going to be like, I'm going to be a playoff guy from now on? I don't know. We'll see. But if you're Odell Beckham, you've got to be pretty ticked off. I don't think the Eagles are making a move for you. Right? Uh, Minnesota Vikings, I, I don't see it, although on turf indoors could make some sense. 
San Francisco, they just lost Debo Samuel. Does Odell say, Kyle, any interest? Got to be a consideration if you're San Fran, right? You just lost Debo Samuel. Odell's obviously not going to be running the football. But on the outside, you got Ayuk, you got Kittle. Like, I think he's got to be. I mean, I don't think he's going to want to go to Baltimore. And I guess the last one I would toss out, since I've tossed out like a third of the league at this point, is Cincinnati, which was out without T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd last week. And we're throwing to just kind of dudes off the street. Trent Taylor, you probably know, uh, slot guy, was with the Niners. Maybe, maybe he wants to go to Cincinnati. I don't know. How much time does he want to spend in Cincy? And again, this is like, again, we have, there's the two months left in the NFL season. And that's for two teams. Everyone else has less than that. So Odell Beckham going to be, I guess, in high demand this week. All right, without further ado, let's get to our guest, Bleacher Report, NBA columnist, Eric Pincus. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome in two straight fire a guy who's been here before. You know him for his work on Bleacher Report. He sent Lakers fans into a frenzy this week. I don't know if it was a good or bad one. Uh, Eric will tell us about how the reaction was. He's also an instructor at the sports business classroom, helping place people in the NBA. Very cool job. Eric Pincus, how you doing, man? Doing really well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I, uh, first, let's start with the sports business classroom. I get asked at least twice a week, how do I get a job at Fox? Can you get me an internship at Fox? Just from random people on social media. And I have been able to help some people out. I am curious, what what do you guys do in uh, helping place folks at NBA positions? Well, I'm sure you know uh, networking is a huge part of any, really any industry, but specifically the sports industry, sports-based industries. And we have a program. We have multiple programs around the year, but our, our headline program is in Las Vegas at Summer League. You're actually in the gym. And last year we had like Jerry West talk. We have, we've had Adam Silver in the past. We've had Cuban and like great coaches. And we teach, I teach salary cap stuff and, and basketball operations. Uh, we, we also teach scouting, video analytics, broadcast, all that kind of, depending on what you're interested in. And just by the networking and by the reputation our, our organization has, partnering up with a lot of NBA teams, we've gotten a lot of mm. people placed. Uh, there's no like one magic answer uh, other than you have to be good at something Mm-hmm. that adds value to someone else yes. and you have to be able to uh, communicate what it is that that value is. And that's a, it's that in and of itself is hard, but then you also have to have opportunity. And so we at least can help shape that vision and then increase that opportunity. Yeah. Now, well, at Bleacher Report, we know you're a value add your column this week about potential trade destinations for a certain Laker by the name of Kyle Kuzma. I should add former Laker. Um, was really captivating stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff on the Chicago Bulls. Obviously, the Lakers are in the mix for a lot of players because they're close, but they're not quite there in terms of the playoffs. It sounds like a bunch of teams are going to be selling. We're talking about bottom dwellers in the Wembenyama sweepstakes like Orlando, Detroit, San Antonio. I'm just curious, Eric, what is the team that generates the most interest in your columns? Is there a team, fan base, player that really has popped here in the last mm. couple of weeks? Uh, I mean, of course, you know, I I work out of L.A. and I've been covering the Lakers. And uh, like technically, I'm a national guy. I used to be more of a beat guy for the Lakers. Uh, and 
Bleacher loves us to hit the Lakers because mm-hmm. it's got such a, a you know a big response. The fan base is very passionate. Uh, yeah, passion. That's the right word for it. And uh, you know, and crazy is also another one. And I don't mean that <laughs> as an insult. If you're a Laker fan, please don't take that as an insult. I mean, uh, if you spend all day thinking about the Lakers and how they can fix their problems, you're a little nuts. And you know, that's literally what I get paid to do, among other things. So I'm not blaming you for that. Um, but there. I mean, there are certain teams that always ping the radar, you know, like, of course, Warriors have a tremendous fan base. Uh, the Celtics are, are really good, so they do have a huge fan base. But right now they're not, you know, they're they're pretty good. They're not going to be making anything crazy. You know, maybe they'll make a small move. Um, but then there are, of course, players that, you know, what what are the Lakers going to do with Russell Westbrook and and. You know, what's going to happen? Is KD going to you know ask out again? And there's some fear maybe in in Brooklyn. You know, you can go down mm-hmm. each team. There's a story for every team, uh, and my job is to try to identify you know what's just fan um, gossip and hope, and what is re- grounded in in what could actually happen. And and you know certainly I can't predict the future uh, with certainty, but I've, I'm actually you know relatively decent of at least setting the table of the conversations that are actually happening in the NBA, what, who's available, who's being discussed, what the decisions are that we have to wait and see, you know, what teams does they decide to make a move or hold. I don't know. We'll have to wait. So we'll out. start with the Lakers who I would say, I think they started something like three and 10. They were awful at the beginning. Everybody was nearly panicked into doing a move. Cause you know, when you're uh, maybe what, like a seventh of the way through the season and you're already like seven games under 500, it's, it's okay to panic. Now I know the Lakers peeled off some wins and got back in the mix still have a negative point differential, still outside of the playoffs. And there's still a LeBron or AD injury away from being completely irrelevant. That being said, Russ has worked off the bench. Where are you on the Kuzma versus the Chicago Bulls options that are offered to the Lakers? So like the, the teams that are buyers are dependent on the sellers. You can't make a trade with somebody who's not willing. And so uh, one of the articles, one of the aspects of the article was like Kuzma, he's a, he can opt out of his contract will opt out of his contract and will seek a larger salary. And from what I've been told, uh, has interest in like a bigger market or yeah. uh, a contender. So sons yeah. may not would be. You, the- hold on, Eric. Would you agree? He got a taste of it in L.A., won a title, was dating a supermodel. He was loving life in L.A. and now he's in Washington, which isn't a bad city, but they're not going anywhere. And I don't know. I don't know. He's playing better. Do you? But do you think he's long for Washington? Well, I, I think what's the pro is, is that he's had the opportunity. My dog's is barking at someone. Yep, uh, he's the had the feeling. opportunity to actually perform and, and like in a way that he wasn't given that opportunity in in L.A. Because if you're playing with LeBron and you're playing with A.D., they're the focus. And so he was a complimentary scorer here. He's able to be like because Beal is out of the lineup a lot. He's been able to flourish as like the guy as far as the primary score. And he's done really well. And I think he is going to get a raise somewhere. I don't know if he wants to be back in that kind of tertiary. I'm the third guy role, but now he'd be start like, it'd be kind of cause they'd be bringing him in and then talking a new deal. And you'd probably have some sort of handshake, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's illegal in the NBA, they'd probably have worked out like, okay, we'll pay you this much. And they agree to an idea of it non-binding, but let's say that they give up a first and he commits to staying I think the 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 lifestyle matters for Kuzma a lot. Now I'm projecting, and he might dis- disagree, but this is not a guy who wants to necessarily go uh, with his supermodel girlfriend. I think they're still dating. Oh, right? are they? Okay. I mean, last I heard that you know I haven't uh, been on his Instagram in a while. I mean, he 
he's a handsome young guy. He's, you know, very successful. He's got style and likes mm-hmm. fashion. I think he's somebody New York appeals to him is what I was told. And there's also, and I wrote uh, in detail that there's a, a CAA connection. He's with mm, CAA sports that. and the Knicks are uh, run essentially by former CAA top executives. So there is a, if you look at, well, it's no coincidence. It's like Julius Randall, uh, Jalen Brunson, Isaiah Hartenstein, like a lot of their contracts that they've given out are CAA clients. There's some connective tissue there where I could see like, that's a team that needs a splash, needs a guy who's got a personality and could be, maybe he's not like your, uh, you know, like a LeBron or Steph level superstar, but he is a guy you could build around and, and, and have as a face, very sellable guy. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's some potential. I don't know if the Lakers primary goal is Kuzma. I do think that they are looking at Chicago, uh, and seeing if they'll blow that up, uh, with DDR, DeMar DeRozan and, and Nikola Vucevic. Uh, I don't think Zach Levine would be in that kind of conversation, oh. but it, um, I think the Bulls right now are like, no, we don't want to do that. But they're, you know, they're they're a losing team. At some point, like today, is we're doing this in December. A decision made in December is not a decision made in February. And so, if you are still four, five, six games below five hundred in two months, you're gonna have a, okay. Well, let's go in the other direction. Maybe it's time to blow this mm-hmm. up. Versus. Let's go and meet you. Know, the Bulls right now probably want to add a piece that makes them better, not worse. But don't, there's a possibility the Bulls turn it around and then you're kind of caught in the exactly. middle. I don't know. I, I think the Kuzma stuff's interesting. If I'm Kuzma's agent, of course, I am pumping up Knicks, fashion, Kuzma. I know, oh, by the way, you'll get shots because it's like Jalen Brunson and then they don't, I, I, do they even have a definitive second score? It's just a, like um, a, Julius, Julius Randall's like, and yeah. they play a, they share a position, but at the same time, I think Julius and Kuzma could share, I think, you know, because they do play very differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall's more bully ball, but he's also a playmaker and he's, he's, he's a relatively high assist, you know, big man. Uh, and Brunson is a point guard who scores first and passes second. But I think <laughs> there could be a combination where that's like, to me, a team needs to know how they're going to score. And then you put complementary pieces around that to defend and and complement those scores, right? So is that like a perfect combination for New York? I don't think so. But at the same time, I don't think New York is close to, I don't think a perfect combination exists for mm-hmm. certain teams yet, right? Like you, the Lakers are not in a place based on previous decisions where there's perfection. I can guide them in my articles on what I think would be better, but like I'm working within the parameters they created by trading away picks and trading away good, you know, good depth, quality players. Same as the Knicks. They're kind of in, in a, I don't see, they're, they're not going to catch the Celtics or the no. Bucks this year. Yeah. But it would be progress. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin 
Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Would you agree, Eric, that if you go to the Lakers, it is the AD and LeBron show, period. And also featuring Kyle Kuzma some nights. Um, with the Knicks, like, yeah, Brunson, Randall are, are above Kuzma. I don't think it's def- definitely that much above him as a, as players. They're going to be making more than him. But I don't know. It just If, if I'm Kuzma, do you want to make a little less, play for the Lakers in, a, in less of a pressure role? Or you could say a higher pressure role because you're going to get fewer shots and you got to make them. But you're a contender, or the Knicks, where it, unlikely you're getting out of the East. And I do think well, the Lakers can still be a contender. I know some people. I don't. mean, that's generous if, towards the Lakers being a contender. But like, let's say not fine, right now they are a contender. <laughs> yeah. No, and and in theory, if you're Kuzman, you're like, if I go back, well, it's from his thought process, right? Like, if he thinks if I go back, we'll be a contender, then that's the decision, right? So it doesn't matter what the reality is. It matters on the person making the decision, what they believe, not what we believe. So if he believes he makes them a contender, but he gets to go to New York, but I, I, the CAA connection, yeah, to me, like the Lakers didn't have a great experience with CAA under the current Laker leadership. Like they had Julius Randle. They had D'Angelo Russell. They had a few Oof. other CAA clients that basically didn't work out. They ended up, that don't I don't know if they have anyone CAA right now. I'd have to check. But none of their like they're basically a clutch team. They're clutch sports. They're Rich Paul. That's LeBron right. and AD and Kendrick Nunn and um you know Not like long, it, hopefully Walker and last year it was I'm mean, like we go th- even Trez like Horton Trez left Tucker. clutch but yeah THT, like right yep THT was clutch like there's a long list mm-hmm. of guys who were either with clutch at the time or are currently with clutch uh so there 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 are some sort of territorial teams that are a, a loosely so like some of the Knicks have they have a couple of really like they have a couple of Wasserman clients they have other I'm not saying like a team is only gonna yeah. you, you can't build a team that way in the NBA but where you're if they're worried about like Kuzma making sure he gets his money 
And if CAA is kind of partnered with the Knicks, they're not only helping the Knicks, they're mm-hmm. helping CAA to make sure he gets the kind of contract he wants. He gets the lifestyle. He gets the fame that he wants in New York. And he does get to be more of the guy than he would necessarily with LeBron and AD. So I, to me, I think the Knicks, you know, I, I threw in the article, I mentioned the Kings almost traded for him from the Lakers uh, before they got Westbrook. I could see some interest there resuming, uh, like replacing Harrison Barnes, essentially like just upgrading that. I like Harrison, but he's around 30 and, and has a new contract coming. If he wants, if they want to keep him, I could see that. Um, and then uh, I mentioned the Suns, like if, if, I could see maybe Cameron Johnson being an interest to he's hurt right now, but assuming yeah. he's healthy, uh, he's restricted. There's a difference. You know, when a player's unrestricted, they can leave, go wherever they want. When a player's restricted, like DeAndre Ayton was restricted mm. and he signed with the Pacers. And then the, the son said, no, we'll match. We'll keep him. You have the same logic with Cam Johnson. And so if, if you can acquire Cam and you're the Wizards and you value him and say, we're not going to be able to keep Kuzma and Cam Johnson is the next best thing that we can do. And he can't leave. So we can pay him. And if someone else offers more, we have the option of matching. I could see, you know, theoretically, the Suns, the Lakers, uh, the Kings and the Knicks being in on that. And and I, I don't know if we I don't know if the Wizards are ready yet to make that. You know, they may maybe making the play in is enough and they'll just play the cards out and see what happens. So that's mm-hmm. where the buyers are eager to find out. So where we are in February is when those well there could be decisions sooner but yeah. where we are when we get to february that's when you have to decide and so teams the rule of thumb don't make a decision until you have to make a decision that's generally how teams mm-hmm. operate not always but sometimes so Most eric talk me through a hypothetical lakers trade with the bulls for derozan it would be derozan and vucicic for <laughs> I, that seems like um, a lot vucevic sorry um so it seems like a lot for for what well so the lakers have two first round picks that they can offer and i i would say that the lakers reputation right now is that they're not necessarily doing a great job building a team so when teams look at them and they say wow we have first rounders that are after lebron's career is probably done after ad's probably gone uh and at that point the lakers are probably rebuilding and I don't trust them to successfully rebuild quickly. They will rebuild because of the Lakers in LA. They'll eventually get the next star. But until then we might be able to benefit and get like a really, really high pick in 27 and 29. And so if you're a fan of a team that wants to win right now, a pick down the road doesn't do anything for you, but there are a lot of teams. And if, if Chicago who traded a lot of, of their own first to build this team realize like, Hey, we, we went for it. Lonzo ended up not being healthy enough. We're just not good enough. And Pat Williams hasn't taken a big enough step. Maybe it's time that we just say, let's divest. Because Vucevic is going into the last year of his contract. Yeah, this is I last saw that. year. So if they want to resign him, fine. Resign him. Keep all those guys. Stick it all. Go ahead. Stay mediocre if that's what you believe is the right thing to do. Maybe you have a, a vision of how you can take this mediocre team without any firsts. You know, you have a first every other year of your own, but you basically owe firsts. You don't have any tradable firsts. How are you going to get from point A to point B, C, D, and E? And I don't know how you get there. And so maybe they go, okay, you're right. I'm, we're we're not going to be good. Let's let's move on. Let's not re-sign Vucevic. Since we're not re-signing him, let's get a first for him. Let's get out of what we owe Demar. Let's get another first. And Russ is they're not getting Russ for Russ. They're getting Russ for the sake of money matching. At that point, Russ is a number and a ledger to get those firsts. 
And I don't think it's going to happen because I think the Bulls, right, at least right now, believe that they can be better. They have two, We have two months to find out if yeah. they can actually be better. Let me ask you this, Eric. Is there anything funny that the Pacers, with Turner in the last year of his deal and Vucevic in the last year of his deal, both big men, I mean, one plays defense, the other doesn't. I think Nick is a better offensive player than Miles Turner, but Miles is hitting some outside shots. Is it any coincidence that two overpaid bigs are both being peddled to the Lakers in hopes of getting a future one? So I, I think the Turner being peddled to the Lakers is overstated. So, no. yeah, so there was, and I've written on this a few different ways and a few different times. My stories have evolved as uh, as the situation has evolved because the Pacers are not the same Pacers that they were last year, right? Like they're above 500. They are not a great team, but they are definitely a team that has a real shot to make the playoffs, certainly the play-in. And their history, they don't tank. They just won't. Last year, they were terrible because they had injuries. But they don't tank. Their owner won't let them tank. And they won't pay the tax. So they're always sort of going to be a middling team. The thing about Miles Turner is, is that they shopped him for two years in a row. But then when a deal came, they found a deal for Sabonis and got Halliburton. They love Halliburton. They feel really good about the move they made. So the, the goal was to move Turner, not Sabonis. But when they had the opportunity, they made the other choice. So to give up on Turner is not the owner loves Turner. I've been told, and and there's a real chance they, they may just keep him. What? Um, yes. So that's where things have evolved over the course of, a, of, a, of the year. So yes, they, they, they had flat out told Turner over the course of two years that they were putting him on the block. They're trying to trade him. And then he even responded and had like a, an emotional kind of conversation with media about how, you know, he'd like to be the focus anyway. He wants to show he can do more and da, 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 da. Um, but now he actually has that focus now that he's healthy, now that you've got Halliburton who makes everyone better. So I think there's a reasonable chance that he sticks around. Uh, Vucevic, I don't know what his future is, um, but they gave up like Wendell Carter Jr., the, the Bulls did, and I think two firsts to get him. Mm. And yeah, it led to some positive things. And you know, you're able to keep Zach Levine, you're able to get uh, DeMar, and you're able to build a team that last year was good until they got hurt. But the problem with Lonzo is Lonzo, you know, always hurt. Unfortunately, so uh, I just don't think he's got the 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 physical uh, ability at this point to be a regular player in the NBA. Just it, it happens to guy Brandon Roy. You remember how great that's he right. was, and then he just or something? some guys age out really early. I, I'm hoping that that's not Lonzo's case, but I'm worried that that is. It it feels like. When you look at this Bulls team, um, DeMar DeRozan works because of the three-point shooting around him, or the spacing at least. I put DeMar DeRozan on the Lakers, and I'm like, okay, LeBron, AD, and DeMar DeRozan, three real non-three-point shooters, and then you're looking at one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league. Is that a clunky fit, or can you have him then in the Russell Westbrook role off the bench um, for for the Lakers? I, I don't know. How does DeRozan fit with... Well, so Anthony Davis and LeBron. So like in my articles, I don't always put in my opinions, especially when I'm reporting. Mm -hmm. If I'm reporting something, I feel like my my opinion doesn't belong there. It's more right. about my opinion on uh, maybe that, like certainly I'm not writing like blanket fact where I've talked to Rich, uh, Rich Paul and Rob Palinka and Tommy Shepard and all the GMs. But I feel like that's my, my input is, is more about, um, the year's worth of reporting that I'm I'm executing. My actual opinion is is that 
Uh, AD is a center for this team. And I don't think bringing in a center like Vooch helps them because then I think that AD, the team is slower. I think that defensively they're worse. So take him out of the equation for a minute. If you put Caruso in there, who they never should have let go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now it changes things a little bit. Caruso is also not a great shooter. DeRozan's not a great shooter. But to be honest, when the Lakers won the, the title, they were not a great shooting team that year. They did spike at a few times in the playoffs. There were, uh, but they were they were certainly better than they are now. They were like what, KCP, was it, was that KCP, right, right, right. KCP yeah, and Kuzma. Yes, yes. Contavious yes. Caldwell Pope. Um, like Caruso was good enough. Like Rondo, there was a stretch where he shot way above his averages. Uh, AD shot at a much higher clip than he usually does. And yeah. LeBron, you know, that, that was an elite defensive team, though, right? Top, I think exactly, top three in the exactly. league, maybe number one. Right. So DeMar, like when we start bringing in my opinion, I think the Lakers, my opinion is the Lakers would do Vooch and DeMar, and it's probably not the right thing. Oh, my true. opinion would be is if you went and got DeMar without Vooch and brought in Caruso, I can squeeze my... I can squint a little bit and say it could work as a mm. bad shooting team. It's not ideal, but what DeMar does that some of these other players don't is he he's averaged nearly seven assists a game mm. in San Antonio recently. He's been a five to seven assist guy. He creates shots for others because of the gravity he draws driving into the mid range. And it is a clunky fit. I'm not going to pretend it isn't with AD, who's also either a low or mid range scorer, and LeBron, who's either a three point shooter now, a face up three point shooter, not effectively, or he's creating more in the post uh, than he used to because he's eight. You know, he's aging. I'm not saying LeBron isn't great, but he's aging. And I talked to LeBron recently about that um, after a game, and he, you know, he's he's had to evolve his game, and I don't think he's fully evolved his game this year to who he is physically yet. I still think he's searching for that and not having shooters around him hurts. And DeRozan doesn't give mm -hmm. them that. But he does create for others. He's somebody you really have to deal with. He might be able to do some of what Russ does, which is create for, for AD. Russ is successfully creating for AD. He's not successfully creating enough for LeBron. Maybe DeRozan can be a better version of that. I'm not sold that that's a great answer. I like Bogdanovich as as a fit for the well, Lakers. That was the next guy Detroit. I wanted to mention. But how do you get him? Now, uh, I should add, we're recording this on Monday afternoon, and a little bit ago, Cade Cunningham was announced out for the season for the Pistons, their number one pick yep. last last year. Yep. And, it, it, like, obviously Detroit, they have the worst record in the league tied with Charlotte. They are firmly in the Wembenyama sweepstakes. Like, if they sell Bogdanovich, he's their leading scorer. Cade Cunningham's their overall best player. They are officially like a 13-win team, maybe. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can Bogdanovich be had? Is Detroit going to have a big asking price, or do they just want to quickly get off of So um, what's the best way to put it? There's an, an executive has a history of making trades that good organizations study. You look at like, okay, what are the trades that Rob Polinka has made? What are the trades that, uh, you know, I don't know, I guess Danny Ainge when he was with the Celtics, now with the Jazz. Okay. What has Pat Riley or, you know, the Miami? You look at the track records of the executives. So my point here is, is that, and I'll use an example. When the Jazz were shopping Bogdanovich, they were demanding a first from the Lakers and ended up trading him for no picks and Kelly Olynyk, right? <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah. track record of the Lakers is perceived as such 
that you're going to ask for more. There's a perception that they are more desperate than other teams, that they have more pressure to win because of LeBron. So I think Detroit's asking price exists as probably, you know, a first round pick from the Lakers. They probably would want no protection and the Lakers would probably want heavy protection. Uh, They could do a deal centered around Pat Beverly and Kendrick Nunn, uh, among other smaller pieces like uh, uh, Damian Jones or, you know, they could they could find a way, a little bit of throw in to make the numbers work. But um, I'd have to look at exactly the pieces, but they can certainly get to a trade with uh, without giving up Russ. Uh, and maybe they and they would still have a first That's in theory right. if they wanted to trade Russ. So in theory, you could do Bogdanovich for Bev Nunn, uh, a filler and a first. And the you know my recommendation, given his age, is you know he's he's thirty three ish, thirty four. Yeah, in that I don't know. But he's he has a very friendly contract. They gave him an extension in Detroit. That's very team. They they basically traded Olinick and got a player who they then extended in a way that was friendly. So that he was, they they basically it's it's kind of like you know when you flip a house, <laughs> and then you put in upgrades, you know. And I don't want to like these are human beings, and I don't want to like diminish that. Like, but uh, part of the job for a front office is to take players. Like this is what the Thunder have been doing for the last four, three or four years, getting players who are good players who have been hurt or have been in situations where it wasn't perfect, building them up a little bit trading them off and and whatever they got them for was less they were basically paid to take players and then they trade them and they get paid to, to give them away whereas the lakers are kind of the opposite like if they got kuzma they paid to trade him and as part of the deal with russ they traded a first and other things and if they paid them a first to get them back that that's kind of on brand and i mentioned that in the article that that's that's just their recent history of transactions and teams are well aware so i think the pistons would want a first i think it's very doable i think that if the lakers were aggressive and active in today or in the next week or so and maybe it has to wait till after december 15th which is in a few days mm-hmm. uh when some trade restrictions lift they could certainly get bogdanovich if they were were motivated i just think if they want it sooner they have to go uh with a heavier you know uh, lower protections you know heavier price to pay if you want to get it done now you got to pay for it if you want to wait two right. months and maybe we'll trade him somewhere else because you're not the only team who wants him and that's you know that's what the Lakers are facing, and and it may they just killed them the other day. I mean they beat them, they beat the Pistons, but he had like thirty whatever thirty six. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers 
Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. But I got to ask, like, on a contender, not putting up 25 shots on the worst team in the league. Now, he was is, good but, on the Jazz. He was good on the Jazz. Was, like, like, like three years ago, right? Was, no, I think he was no, hurt last like, year. So the the problem with the Jazz were over the last year or two is they had, first of all, uh, you know, fundamental issues between their two stars as far as yeah. on the same page. But they also had a terrible uh, combination of wing defenders like Bogdanovich, you know, Clarkson's okay, but he's not like a a plus defender necessarily. They had Royce O'Neal who was, but Conley at the end, you know, at the end of his career, Donovan, who doesn't really defend now Donovan on a team with like Jared Allen Mm -hmm. and Evan Mobley and whoever else, you know, Coro and some of their other pieces that they put in Prince and stuff like that can work, but on a team, like they just, they didn't have any way. So it, it played to the negatives, uh, of what uh, Boyan can do, but like he is, there are some players who are just running around like, and they don't know what they're doing. That's not him on defense. He's going to get beat on an individual matchup, uh, but he knows how to be where he can follow a coaching defensive scheme. He can go where he's supposed to be and he's smart. And he's also a good playmaker. He's not like a, a primary playmaker, but he's a good secondary playmaker. So he can create for others and he's a good catch and shoot guy. So he would be a great fit at the price I described, to me, heavily protecting that pick makes it work. And maybe they, you know, the Lakers have a history of giving up more than I would recommend. So maybe they do it, you know, with less protection than I would do. But I'm looking at the Lakers as where do where does he fit in? And if you just look at the end of the game, AD LeBron, I think you need Lonnie Walker out there for defense on the wing. Um, hit Russ can be hit or miss. I think Austin Reeves is probably your best shooter. And then are you adding Bogdanovich in there? Yeah. So you it would you want. Obviously, it's situational, but in the general situation of of like day to day, you would want three shooters around LeBron and AD who can also play make. So you have Austin, who's a playmaker, and you have Boyan, who's a playmaker. So what that means is that if there's too much pressure where the LeBron has the ball and every the entire defense is loaded up against him. So you get the ball out of his hands. You give it to someone like Austin and he can create a little bit, or if you get it into Boyan, and he can create a little bit, now it's harder to guard LeBron because mm-hmm. the Lakers can run an offense, whereas Walker is not necessarily... He can create his own shot, but he's more feasting off of the attention on LeBron 
and and uh, AD, and he's been great in that role. You put in Boyan as a floor spacer, so now if LeBron's creating, he's got three shooters. If AD has the ball, he, you know, you're trying to get AD the ball at the basket, but if he's got too much, you know, defense, there's double teams or this, he's got to kick it out. You've got shooters, and then if you're trying to get, if if LeBron is being overloaded in defense now you get the ball to one of these other players specifically austin or boyan and they can help create something out of that i like it now defensively austin is a, a positive defender uh lebron is uh an occasional defender <laughs> uh situational is, situational yeah. you use that word AD a is, ago. uh you know among the best defenders in the world yep uh and lonnie is perfectly you know I like athletic him. and he's giving effort and i don't know if he's um you know, uh, an elite defender, but he's he's certainly you know rock solid. So uh, if you put Boyan in the right position now, maybe maybe situationally, that's where you might have lineups where maybe you need somebody like uh, Wenyan Gabriel because he's an incredible athlete, or you might need uh, maybe they need to upgrade and get a few more guys like Pat Beverly. No, he hasn't hit a shot all year. There are things that he's doing in certain defensive situations that are very positive. Uh, the numbers bear that he's been a non-negative on defense. He's not offenses, you know, forget about, but there are moments where he'll have a, an opportune, an opportunistic steal, or he'll blow up some coverage because he reads it well. So there, there are situations where you, they would need somebody who's a better defender than Boyan, but at least you have, you want to give the coach options. You want to give like, here's an offense, an off a team that should be really, really, really hard for other teams to get, to get stops on. Like if you've got those five players, it's going to be, it's good enough defensively and it's really hard to stop. Whereas, yeah, fine. If you pull out uh, a boy on in a key situation where you you have a timeout coming so that you could put in a defender and then at the timeout or whatever, or at the free throw, then you could, you know, offense, defense sub. So yeah. they're, they're, you want to give him the opportunity hmm. to, to show how good of a coach he is, which he's a rookie. We don't really know yet. We know he's a great guy. I, I've known him since he was a, an assistant with the Lakers a long time ago under Mike Brown. So on the great guy scale, he's he's like a 10. Um, as someone who I think is a great motivator of players, really high. X's and O's and game execution and playoff series, that's all unproven. Other than, you know, being a very good assistant on a very good team is great. But, you know, we we've yet to see. If you're the Laker front office, you want to give your coach, a rookie coach, but someone who's been around a long time, a chance to win, a chance to succeed, a chance to show what he can do. I think he's been doing the best he can with what he has, but it would be from a point of view of liking Darwin, I would like him to have a better team. Uh, we'll wrap up with this, Eric. It is December 12th, and I'm putting you on the spot. Who do you have in the NBA Finals? If you want a couple seconds, mm -hmm. I'll toss out Celtics. Warriors rematch. I know the Warriors don't look like it right now. They're mm -hmm. still mired in those struggles, and I'm sure the Clippers will come on eventually, but I will go Celtics-Warriors rematch. I mean, that's probably the, the safest bet. I think you, there are two teams that I think go to the finals in the East. It's either the Celtics or the Bucks. and right now the Celtics are playing the best basketball uh, in the league. I think it's you, you pick your poison uh, if you're a West team, either one. Uh, the Cavaliers are fun, and I like them. I don't know if they're ready yet. Uh, the Nets are just a little too dysfunctional, as are the Sixers, and I don't look at anyone else on that list. You know, there's always like, you know, Raptors and the Heat have championship uh, pedigree, so I don't want to throw them out. But I think it's really those two teams. Okay. And then in the in the in the West, it's 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 a little wide open, and I think that's huh. 
that's really why we're having some of these conversations about mm. there are there are more buyers in the I think there are more buyers in the West than there are in the East because like what can you do unless you're the Cavs or maybe the Sixers like of those who can buy uh, you know by trading and adding a piece that could get you to the level that the Bucks and the Celtics are at and I think the answer is is maybe the Cavs but no one else whereas in the West like the Warriors yeah you may be you may be right like they they may be the best of a, a relatively mediocre class. Not to say that the West is mediocre. There's a lot of great teams. But is there anybody who's like, yeah, they have it on lock? And the answer is no. And so I think, you know, and just, if, if we had to go by the roster constructions right now, probably the Warriors. But trade deadline and, uh, you know, injuries and health, uh, I don't think the story has been written yet. And I think there's, I think it's a pretty wide open field. Are you ready to go Pelicans? I'm not ready to go Pelicans, okay. but they, they do look pretty going, damn good right now. Zion's I healthy. I feel like they're a threat to be conference finals this year. They have a real shot to go third round, uh, which is a lot. I think Nuggets are a potential third round. Suns are a potential third round. Grizzlies, maybe. I still think that they're probably at best a second round team. Uh, I don't see any. I mean, the Clippers, if healthy, then you know, we haven't really seen them healthy. I don't know yet. Yeah. In th- on paper, they could be one of the best teams in the West. And then in theory, if the Lakers somehow do something crazy, then I guess we can add into the conversation. But right now I, I can't comfortably say that they're in that mix. I love how Kawhi Leonard plays like, you know, every fourth game, it's just like, Oh, he sat out 17 months, but he'll eventually play more. We're saving him. It, saving it would, him for the would, plan. I have a lot of friends in LA who are Clipper fans. And for their sake, I would love to see just like this team at full strength, just to see what they are. But, that was the risk when you got Kawhi. Right? Yeah. He missed all that time in San Antonio. There was a reason why you know he had some what people called as like degenerative health issues that might impact him, and they certainly have. So we'll see. All right, good stuff, Eric Pincus. You can read his stuff at Bleacher Report. Thanks a lot, man. And uh, it's going to be a wacky NBA trade deadline, and also December fifteenth as well. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks for having me. Anytime. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.